You are now listening to 2026 Cast. What is good, you all? It's the Magic One back again with the ninth episode of the 2026 Cast. Today we have a streetwear legend, somebody who's been in the game for a while now. We got Uncle Booth out of North Carolina, Charlotte to be exact. Originally from Dayton. Man, uh, we were in Atlanta and we met this photographer. I do not know his name right now, but shout out to this guy. He was just moving from Dayton to Atlanta. And Uncle Booth's actually from Dayton as well and moved to North Carolina to really just kind of restart his life, it almost seems like. And the guy we met in Atlanta, the photographer, was just raving about Booth and how much Booth was a legend. And Frank's told me for the past, I don't know how long, I've, I've heard Uncle Booth's name a few times in the time Frank's known Uncle Booth and the time me and Frank have been around each other. And he's always just spoke so highly about him. And anybody I've heard talk about Uncle Booth, it's just like, man, it's just a very dope guy. And I got to see why meeting him, man. We had came to his shop, Old News Vintage in Charlotte, North Carolina. And he was just chilling. It was a slow day in the shop. And uh, I was like, hey, man, can we interview you for our podcast? And he was down and we just sat and talked. A uh, man, uh, Booth is a vintage reseller. He's a member of the Smokers Club, creator of the series Sparking Conversation. Hasn't had a job since 2005. That is 15 years, people. That's fucking insane. But uh, says that he's got to make money from the Internet. He's been on the Internet so long. Why wouldn't he make money from the Internet? Man, uh, shout out to Booth, man. He showed us a lot of hospitality. Took us around a few bars in the city, man. Dude's a legend, man, and just a, a great person in general, humble person. And uh, Frank says if it almost feels like Booth is local wherever he goes, man. And uh, even doper, like back in the day, he was back and forth from New York doing these different uh, trade shows and stuff and uh, was bringing different streetwear brands back to his shop in North Carolina and, and, and putting his people on, man. And if y'all know anything about 2026, that's all we're trying to do for Louisville is just put people onto stuff that when we get to go out of town, we get to be around different people and see what they do. Trying to put our city onto that stuff to just make it a dope city, man. So uh, without further ado, we got Uncle Booth on the ninth episode of the 2026 cast. Right here, and I just have the screens in the car with me too. Oh, so you just make new pieces on, the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We really on the go. We was in Miami at the Benz, that was like my first time because I'm not really big and I'm not, I, I like more going to vintage shops yeah, and like yeah, boutiques. Yeah. I'm lazy, man. I can't be, you know, it's like a, that's a whole full time, job. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like when we was opening up this, I just kind of wanted to show people. Uh, Cause I had a homie that was doing it for like, so when he had the joint, bro yeah. was going to um, fried you know, vegetables. Nah, no, not, not even veggies wasn't even on the okay. shit then. It was um, the homie junkyard dog seven oh four. Yeah, follow his ground, but that's who go. That's a personal shop where he go get shit like every day. So uh, yeah, he was going to get shit every day. I would just be wearing like when I was wearing them job hats. Yeah, like he was going to get like oh, I would just go through his car and get some shit. You know what I mean? Back then, but. When we was opening up the store, I just kind of wanted to show, like, the people who didn't know about, like, vintage for real and, like, show them, like, this is what we doing, this is how you doing it, like, all this hard, this is the hard work part, that once we do all this, we bring it up to the store, and you can just go through yeah. what we are, you know what I mean, the good stuff we already found instead mm -hmm. of going 
to the beers yourself and being like, I don't want to be here type shit. Dude, yeah. I've, heard, I've heard people like trip and they're like, man, you buying that old ass shirt for how much? I'm like, first off, it's value to me. You know, you find like a, I got like a, uh, what, what's his name? Just like some vintage uh, Cartoon Network uh, dude on my shit. And I bought it for like maybe $40 back home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm also paying like a service fee for these dudes going to these bins yeah. and just like really getting it in because I do not, I, I won't do it. You know right. what I mean? And it's, I mean, we was in Miami. And they also wash it. You yeah, feel that, me? It's, it's a lot to it. Like well, and if, you got, if you got a shop, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So you're really just like supporting. So yeah, we, um, what's good, you all? It's the, uh, what's this, ninth episode? Yeah, ninth episode. We are, of we are the in Charlotte. Cast. 2026 cast. We are in Charlotte, North Carolina. Just came back from Atlanta. We are here with the Uncle Booth. Yo. Dex. What's good? Former owner of uh, the Joint Off 36. 36 and uh, Love Blowing Smoke, founder uh, of Smokers Club. Nah, I'm not no, the founder. Not a founder. I'm uh, a founder of uh, Love's Blowing Smoke, Love Blowing LBS. Smoke, uh, yeah, but the, I'm not a founder of uh, Smokers Club. I'm a member of the Smokers Club. Uh, member of the Smokers Club. Yeah. Uh, personality of the Smokers Club, maybe. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Na- then, mascot. And then also uh, host of what is it called? The what's the show? Uh, I got a YouTube YouTube show yeah. called Sparking Convos. Sparking Conversations. Yeah. Oh, so you used to this shit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Talk I mean, I, I ain't used to. I'm used to like being interview. The show is in me interviewing random people, not like getting interviewed. This probably really only my maybe my second interview for real. For I usually always just be like people, you know, trying to interview you. I'm like, bet, but never do it for yeah. real, for real. So, so us just popping up on you. Yeah, it's probably really. It's the only, it's way, the to only way to really interview me is <laughs> to pop up on me. Like, if you Yo. try to schedule an interview with me. It's tough. I'm not doing it most of the time. I I'm going to tell you, yeah, and then just never see you because you're probably shit. never going to pop up on me. But I'm always in the same place. And I don't really, you know, you come like, I like how y'all moving around. Like, oh, bro. Booth Mobile. Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> now, he, he, he was like, man, I'm just chilling. I was like, Yo. Can we interview? He's like, word. I was like, shit, I go get my set. I mean, we we're on the go. Everything is mobile about what we're doing as far as podcast. We even got our own speaker yeah. or whatnot. So if you want to DJ somewhere, yeah, good. we literally have. Y'all can bring it in here, yeah, man. Y'all can DJ. Y'all can DJ after the podcast. Yeah, shit, word, word, word. <laughs> definitely trying time. to do that. Hell yeah. But um, yeah, man. So you want to give us a little bit of your backstory as far as how you got into? Hold on. What what do you consider yourself? Like, is there a main title that you have? I think beverage connoisseur is the main. Yeah, beverage, beverage connoisseur, <laughs> continental breakfast eater. Hey, um, <laughs> a lot of booth smoking. Yo. Like, I really ain't got no job. You feel me? Like I, ain't, I ain't, God ain't put you on here to God ain't put you oh on earth gosh. to get no job. You feel me? Hell so, nah. and he ain't put you here to be nobody but yourself. So, if you ask me like what I do, I be myself. That's what I do. But you, but you profit, <laughs> I profit is, off of being which is beautiful, man. Nah, I mean, that's that's what I'm moving into, bro. It's just I fucking hate jobs. My little brother, I keep trying to get him. He plays instruments and shit, and um, he just work a little jobs, hothead like a motherfucker. So he's always getting fired or quitting somewhere. Word. And I'm like, dude, go play the drums at a church or something. Man. Yeah, and just like, do what you love, do it, it'll like, pay off it for, real, for real. And they, he keeps wanting to just work a little job. My pops, well, I mean, he just uh. He's getting a skill. I'm like, man, I feel that, but I mean, like, you can make, especially with the internet and stuff nowadays. Yeah. Like, it's 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 a lot easier to make it without, like, I mean, being a freelance, mm-hmm. a freelancer, but you got to do a lot of freelancing. You can't just limit yourself to like 
one thing for real, for real. That's what I would tell somebody younger. I'm a little, I'm an old, you know what I mean, an old head, so I'm like stuck in my ways. Like I can compromise not going to buy Jordans and clothes and shit and just pay my rent, buy weed, buy good food, Man. and travel. Like just doing the, just the minimum, yeah, the minimum, you know what I mean, the things that make me happy and I ain't really be stressing or worried about the other shit people might care about or feel like I should care about. So, you know, like I ain't really, I don't, people that need jobs just really be trying to keep up with, with other people. Not saying like that, you do need a, nah, need a job, but some people yeah, only be getting jobs to like keep up with what everybody else got going on. Like you don't need no job to pay your bills for real, for real, you can do that shit. Well, by doing what you love doing, if you do it, like you really do what you love doing every day, your bills gonna get paid for. So how long have you not been working a job? I probably ain't had a job since like 2005. I was so single to damn. Yeah, I ain't had a job like a, yeah. Shout out to the Uncle Sam. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to keep this shit on the low. I don't even use my real name on the internet. That's but real. Yeah, I ain't had a real job in like 2005. Yeah, and that was like a summertime job for real, for real. Like, were you, is that is that dating your age? And like, you were like, 18 at the time. <laughs> nah, I was probably in 2005. I was like 22. 20, yeah, I was probably 22. And two, two, yeah, 22. Was there like a realization moment of like that summer? or it was like, I played basketball, like, you know what I mean? In college, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so I ain't really, you know, I had a work study at school, come home during the summertime, work on my basketball game. I, you know, my grandparents were like all on my head. You know what I mean? I had people like, you know, back then, go to the club, get outfits. I don't know. I just ain't never really need, you know, I had a summertime job because it was just so, my grandfather hooked me up with a job. You know what I mean? It was like a little half. I was working for um, Dayton Public Schools food, like the, the food people. Yeah. I was working in the office and I was like typing fucking all their nutrients, like <laughs> everything that they was, like, they asked me like, you know how to do a spreadsheet? I'm like, yeah, I know how to do a spreadsheet. I was already, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. so like, yeah. So they like, it was like a whole bunch of older people. Like, we'll take all everything that we got back here and put all the nutrients on the spreadsheet. And that's literally what I did all summer: is take every product <laughs> and look at the thing and put all yeah. the nutrients and calories and everything on this damn spreadsheet. I hated that shit. Oh, bro, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it was it was a good check, but I hated yeah. it. You know what I mean? It was like a simple yeah. check. Too. It was a simple check, and I couldn't. And it wasn't a job that I could just like get fired and leave and quit because my grandfather had got me the job. Yeah, so, you know what I mean, so you I, had to be respectful. Yeah, it had to be. You know, I don't want to just fuck that. up your name and I shit. You know what I mean? On my last day, they was like, "Thank you for being here. Like, you seem like a person that's just gonna be doing better working for yourself, though." You know what I mean? like, they can always tell. They can though. always they can tell. Always like, tell yeah. yeah, for real. They always could tell. But no, other definitely. than that, it's just been like, I wouldn't say that I ain't been working no jobs either. Like those years, you know what I mean? Like I don't work little little gigs and shit. Yeah, like yeah. I don't. Um, I sold. T you know what I mean? I went on a couple tours, um, selling t-shirts, merch, little side. You know what I mean? I done painted. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, but far as a real work check, yeah, 2005. Like, something you had to clock in type shit. Yeah, yeah paying that. taxes and all that. Like, people paying taking taxes out of my check. <laughs> shit like that. I ain't, that shit ain't been, I ain't did that in a long 
2005. And so, so I, is that around the same time you dipped out of dating? I moved a, I moved a date out of dating in 2007. Word. Yeah, I moved to North Carolina in 2000, like that summer, 2007. What brought you down here? Uh, I was living in Ohio my whole life, for real. I kind of wanted to, not even, I wanted to like, what Dwayne Wade's son, daughter say, I wanted to live my own truth. Like, I feel like if I live, if I'd have moved back today, and I probably would have ended up either like, getting a job, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Or kind of like, um, rebelling against that. Like, I would have been feeling like I would have been rebelling against what, my good people would have been telling me to do like, and I just kind of wanted to be like, go somewhere and be like, let me just live my own. Like, you know what I mean? Was like, it almost figuring like, out my own type? Was situation. it almost like being like, like almost kind of like brand new and restarting in a sense, I guess too, and maybe not having so many expectations from people around you, or yeah, a little bit of that too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like after you get out of school, it's like you can either go back home yeah. and kind of like do whatever, you know what I mean? Do the path with everybody. I just wanted to just get on my own path. You feel mm -hmm. me? Like I had never, I had been doing what everybody had wanted me to do. Like, even though I went to school to play basketball, like my grandfather really wanted me to graduate. You know what I mean? A lot of my homies ain't graduate. I wanted to finish college. You know what I mean? Like really for him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I wasn't yeah. really, I went to school. Did for he go some, to school? Yeah, he graduated yeah, from oh, the same school I went work. to. Like, yeah, that's so that's, so that's like, hard. Some legacy. Yeah, so it was kind of like, but after that, it was kind of like, let me go ahead and do my own thing. Because if I if I'd have moved back to Dayton, I probably would have been like, either fuck up my grandfather's name or yeah. really make it a lot better. Like, you know what I mean? But even out here, I done made, you know what I mean, my family proud, though. Like, so it was really like. You sound happy. Yeah, I'm a happy person. Like, my, my pops, um, one time he was just like, man, I just want to get to a place to where I can. Uh, like my pops has always been like a very content person. And not saying he didn't want more in life, but he's always been content. I mean, he came up in a crib where there was like 20 people in the house. And mm -hmm. The lights would be off and food wouldn't be there. So he's a very content person and kind of, I've always, I mean, one time he was like, man, if I could just go to the grocery store and not have to look at the price. And like the vibe you give me as far as like your life and what you've chosen to do is like, you're just happy. Yeah. And people, and we were talking about this in the car, man. Like I even said last night, like, I, so I make music. And I was like, man, at one point I wanted to be the biggest rapper. I was like, man, I just want to be. With my boy making money, selling stuff, DJing, rapping, doing whatever the fuck I'm doing, providing for myself, and whenever I do get a family or whatnot, and just being happy. And I don't mm -hmm. think they really teach that a lot growing up. Like, you're supposed to go to school, you're supposed to be this, you're supposed to be that. And I'm just like, I'm gonna be even like, I dropped out of school, and my mother, my father, they didn't go to college, so it wasn't, it was kind of a big deal because they didn't necessarily know how college worked. And uh, they thought you should go to four years and you get a good job. I'm like, not at all. And um, I basically told my mom, I was like, man, like when I left, I was like, I could be at McDonald's. I'm the manager. I was like, if I'm happy, that's all I want to be. Like, yeah, so. that's tight. I mean, and I feel like moving fast to where we at now, like in the past 20, you know what I mean? Like on the 2020 side, you can mm -hmm. like, you can, you can like, if your kids come to you with that attitude, it's like you can actually step up and be like, you know what I mean? Like, let me help you towards the right direction. And if you don't want to go to school, school not for everybody. We understand that now. Like, you turn 18, like, we can, we can, like, uh, I can, like, your parents can visualize some, some type visual, of yeah, for you. Yeah. Like, and that's a big help when your parents can visualize something for you instead of, like, because back when I was growing up, it was like, once you turn 18, your parents is visualizing college for you. And if you don't pick that way, then, it ain't no vision for you. It's Man. like, you know what yeah, I mean? They yeah, kind of yeah. stop. You know what I mean? You kind of, 
your parents' vision for you is like one of the most important visions. Man. You know what I mean in your in your future success. So like having parents like being that they you know what I mean can see like oh you can make it being successful being a YouTuber or yeah. being a, a rapper like yeah. me you know what I mean if I would have told my grandma I want to be a rapper and drop out of school at sixteen. Niggas is like, oh, well, you gotta get out the house, nigga. Like, shit. you know what yeah, I mean, nah. type shit. But now it's like, which I was kind of doing my pops. I mean, he, but at the same time, he was trying to instill in me like, all right, cool. Like, you don't want to go to school, but you still gotta pay bills, and you can't be a lazy ass. Right, so. for sure. And I mean, yeah. he re he saw right away, like within like the next two years, you're playing. Yeah, well, not, and, and it worked out. Like, yeah, exactly. And, so, like, and, we, and we're and getting big ass. We doing checks. stuff within the city, and he's doing st like and. It's it's whenever they see like a name that they can relate. They like oh the speed like the speed art museum back at home is like our probably like, like our, our contemporary like our MoMA basically. And <laughs> so it's just like so like then when they see they like okay Dominic's on the right track. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like instead of just like I mean I had cousins, Dylan. You know just there's certain stuff that they don't. I mean especially just like being black and being raised in certain neighborhoods and you see the outcome of certain people when they don't go to school right. or they're not doing anything or. He been living at his mama's house for however long or whatnot. Like right. they like, we don't want you to become that. So yeah. it's like, if you're not going to school, what are you gonna do? And yeah. I mean, recently, like my people's like, I mean, I told my pops, I'm like, yo, I'm going on tour with Frank, and he was like, oh word. And I, I mean, we we got a good we, we have a good relationship now, or whatnot. But he just randomly hit me, hey, how you doing, son? I'm like, oh, I'm good, bro. Mm -hmm. Oh word, and that's it. <laughs> he just want to yeah. know, you know, I'm out here having fun and just chilling, man. So yeah, for sure, that's tight. That's tight for. Real. And so, right now we're in the vintage store. You run this. You you came to Charlotte. Where you did you hop right into fashion when like or like uh, or close because like the joint on thirty six. When did that? That happened like in 2012. 12, 13. So uh, I say I ain't jumped right into fashion when I when I moved to North Carolina. But like the fast forward, it like uh, I kind of jumped right into weeds. You feel me? Like I didn't yeah. really know nobody out here when I first moved out here. So it's kind of like you know weed really just kind of like link you up with people. That's so like I went the best from, way to like, meet people too. Yeah, so I went from like knowing zero people to like knowing everybody in Charlotte essentially like within probably like two years or three. Not everybody, but like yeah, you know I mean? a good core people, like people to know or what was going around and people in Charlotte, like I kind of had a good grip on it. And I say to homie, uh, it was a dude that stayed on my street named Chili Willie. He was like a, people would say he was like a, a, a drunk, you know what yeah. I mean? But he was like always on Central Avenue. And um, he ended up passing, I think, Chili Willie got hit by a car. Yeah. Probably like 2012, uh, 11, 12, that type time. And then um, I had made, I went to go get some shirts made from Chili Willie and I was I was selling them for real, for real. It was mm -hmm. just t-shirts with his face on them. You know what I mean? I was selling them in the neighborhood and then like a, in a weed, you know what I mean? In a yeah. Ziploc bag, you feel me? Like going, so that's and this is like right when IG was starting. So I was like one of the first people who was doing that. Uh, somebody buy a shirt, take a picture of them, yeah. and then put it on IG, and then they take the picture and then put it on their IG. Mm -hmm. And the, like, it was the repost I mean? time when they yeah. had a little like your right. name on it too. Yeah, they would use those oh, apps. Oh, yeah, word, type word, situation yeah. It was like so. It was I was selling shirts. I was so I still wasn't in the fashion. I was just selling trunk shirts out of my car, and then one of the homies that. From Charlotte, my homie Fried Veggies, yeah. they had a brand. Uh, him and my homie Hoop, Fried Veggies had uh, started up a brand pretty much in his garage called Loves Blowing Smoke. And we was kind of like already dealing with each other on the bud side. And it's kind of like I was already like doing shit on social media. He real good at design work. And I was kind of like already <laughs> out being a face of shit. So I became like 
the face of the LBS brand, like, you know what I mean? And we kind of, like, start pushing it, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And that kind of what kind of got me into fashion. We start going, like, to New York. We did a pop-up with um, Casey Vet. Yeah, at the Good Company. Oh, fine, with, um, Casey Veggies. Yeah, this is when Peas and Carrots was around. Nah, so, Admire yeah. and Joey, Josh Peas. Good Company did a funny. collab with 40 Ounce Van. So, the first collab we did was, like, a real big collab with uh, Peas and Carrots International at the Good Company. And then when Peas and Carrots opened up their shop in LA, we went out there. And was that the one that was like wood? Yeah, yeah so the grand opening, cool like it was like, our future was there. Every Everybody who was like somebody in that little, not little, but in that uh, area right there with Peas and Carrots, um, OF, uh, Rare, Panthers, yeah, Paulo. Um, Paulo and them. Like everybody yeah. was there and we was like the people that came out there from North Carolina. So our faces was like in the mix. Our brand was in the mix of like uh a lot of, you know, relevant brands that was like the new era of streetwear. Like, you know what I mean? The people who had got like wasn't like necessarily diamonds or are the hundreds, but and I think it was, was cool because, like, I mean, I guess around that same time you opened up joint and so yeah. you were able to bring everybody's shit back. Yeah, to so here. so when we got back to Charlotte, we had the opportunity to open up a LBS office, which was started off at first, but uh, we kind of took the LBS office and turned it into the joint, which was the uh, joint effort to, you know, like, fuck with the community, like, you know what I mean? So we wanted to start selling, like, um, not smaller streetwear brands, but underground brands that was our homies, like Heen, Felt, uh, Carrots, um, we, we had FTP in there. We had we had a lot of brands before they was like as as big and relevant as they are right now. Like we was carrying them in our city at first. Like good company, we were selling stuff, uh, F, uh, free mines. We had like, we had a lot of brands like shorties and forties. Like we had a lot of people like fucking with us too. Definities like just sending the stuff and yeah. we'd be like, yeah bro, give us 90 days to sell it. And we gonna, you know what I mean, get it off. So we was doing it like that. We was getting fronted clothes and selling clothes for, for different brands in our city. We was throwing events. Um, and that's we how had, I met you. Yeah, we had people. We had people coming out from like other cities, like doing events at our shit. Like it was a real cool experience. The four crazy. years, and it was real. tiny. It was small. Like you it know was, what I mean. It was. It was tiny. It was. It was like, but it was enough room to like was, you get it though. Like we fitted. We probably had like a hundred people in there for some events. We used the outside space and had like. Over 200 people at some events. We threw a, a concert with Key, 21 Savage came out. We had like the whole city out here for real. One uh, for 4th of July really brought out a lot of people. Um, our landlord kind of like was on some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, our landlord, you know, once, when you when you get stuff, I only imagine like popping like that. It was like, we was, we was connected to a, like a, a, a silk screen yeah. A, a, a printing place, you know what I mean? But we also had like four other offices in there. So we just get complaints about like bringing the wrong crowd around, whatever oh, that means. Weed. Not even weed. weed. I wouldn't, weed. you know what I mean? Like it was it was that. It was a little bit of that. <laughs> Skateboarders, people, like people that just didn't look like we just yeah. be there a little later. It really wasn't no problem. But it wasn't even, me. it didn't even seem like it was like, I don't know. The area that we're in feels a lot different than the it's area. It's actually area. right down the right street. street. But yeah. I guess I mean I haven't been here in five years, so like yeah, it, it really was just comp they they wanted us they wanted to complain for real. But 
fast forward to now, like we we had got kicked out of there, and then we found the new spot down the street. We then kind of we had named the shit Old News to kind of like um, it, we we our idea was to like mix the old with the new, still carry like the old the, the newer yeah. brands with the old clothes, but we kind of got overwhelmed with how much old clothes we had to where it only made sense just to keep it all vintage, you know what I mean? Like, um, not really even, it's it's hard, like, you know what I mean? Like, mixing in, like, the newer stuff, like, yeah. actually really doing it, like, really placing Properly. orders. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it was just- I made, mean, it made sense timing-wise to go yeah, focus and we, on vintage. Yeah, for sure. We had actually went to Japan, <clears throat> me and a homie Nate, and, um, not even just be, that was one of the things that we seen that was like damn it was like they had vintage shop after vintage shop in the whole section over there it was like do Japanese dudes come here and shop with you guys we had we don't had um like three customers come through that was visiting from Japan that actually come through the store like, yeah so yeah it's like um because like I, I see them in Kentucky like often like the same like three dudes all just be in a vintage store Dude, we got like, like a nice little like vintage renaissance going on in, in Louisville right now oh word that's tight it's pretty so I mean it's it's cool because like fashion is in a place right now to where you don't have to rock the expensive Supreme sweatshirt or something like that. Like you can rock some shoot a vintage hockey jersey with, you know, just some some stuff. And I mean I, even like I was even thinking about shoes the other day. I remember like growing up, if you ain't have Nikes, you was trash. Right. Niggas is rocking sketchers Skechers out there now, bro. Yeah, like, switch. It's a lot of individualism yeah. going on, like more so now. Like, you know what I mean? Like you said it's a renaissance. It's like a renaissance of people wanting to be like independent like yeah. even when it comes to like fashion don't nobody not everybody but you know it's a it's a high population of kids that want to step out the house and be the only person with that outfit on like that day like opposed to maybe 15 years ago 20 years ago it was Man. like let like, me go to the, like somebody yeah i want to go to and that's the mall what i think it's weird right now like else. uh influencer marketing and all that shit like you can look like i would that's why I never give away like pieces for free. Really, I'm mm. like, yo, if they want to fuck with it, they'll buy it. Right. But like, if anything, like, there's it's really hard for the, like somebody to be like, all right, I want to dress like that person. Right. Because right. I'm like, it. You have to be like either a super fan of somebody to be like, yo, I want to look exact. And like, as like a, a person, I'm like, yo, I don't want the person that wants to dress like that person. I right. want the person that wants to find that fit individually and be like, yo, I fuck with that shit. Right. So, um, I think that's a weird. Thing that goes on, but like it's cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, giving, I mean, I understand a uh, seed and close out. Yeah, like, you know what I mean for some brands, but for some brands, it is best to like. Well, you know what I mean. Organically you know, grow. Organically grow yeah, without where, having, like, like it's seeded. The the natural seed. Yeah, natural seed way. Like yeah, like I, I understand. I definitely get that too. Like yeah, seeding. I don't like people see that. I don't, because I'm the same way with you. Like, I don't really, I can tell when people just see them clothes to people just because they think that person. That it will pop yeah, off. And that person is, yeah, just on some clown shit. Right, no. And it's just like, you see this, sometimes people see stuff to bad people. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you think that person is cool, but you really just see that to some like, Really shitty person, though. and then the you know right case mean? comes out the next yeah, week, and like, it just you know looks bad. I mean? on or that kid runs off, or he just taking advantage of you. Yeah, shit. like you nah, know what I mean. Like, so sometimes I think people gotta do better research on see who they see it and their stuff too. If you do see it, like I understand that local kid that's rapping is, you know what I mean, getting a lot of 
clout, but he also be doing a lot of shitty shit too. <laughs> so shit. it's like nobody's gonna want to. Yeah, nobody's gonna want to buy the clothes that exactly. that kid is wearing. Like exactly. Even though he like let him rap, like let him do like that's why we like him because he rap, not because of his fashion. So I think sometimes people do see stuff off to the. It's just better to be genuine with anything. That you Man, plus I remember uh, Tyler, the creator, was talking about something like. Seth Rogen was wearing his T-shirt or something. He's like, man, I don't give shirts away to free to anybody. Yeah. So it was like even more of an honor that Seth Rogen had went out of his way to buy this buy man's shit. T-shirt. And I mean, like, I'm I'm a big proponent of like even back at home, like we we on one of our podcasts, we're talking to a girl who like organizes a lot of events around the city, just as far as like nightlife. And uh, we were just like, shout out Jig. We were just like talking to each other. I, I was like saying, I was like, man, I really hate how people like when you say something's five dollars. They just like trip out on you. I'm like, man, like I pay fifteen, twenty dollars to go into an event, especially if my homies right. are DJing. Like I know that's that money's directly going to them, and just like I don't know, man. It's just it's weird with like the just trying to like get people stuff for free and stuff because you like Frank said something that's like, what am I getting back from this? Right. You know what I mean? So uh, nah. the one thing that amazes me about you is like you feel like you're to me it feels like you're a local everywhere you go, mm-hmm. and so how have you become like I don't know, the local uncle of everybody in a way. Because, <laughs> like, it seems like you... I you say know. the internet, honestly, the internet, bro. Yeah. yeah, the internet really helped, helped me out. And I've been on the internet since AOL, you feel me? Since, yeah, since, yeah. since dial-up. So I'm an internet baby. You know I mean, I try to tell my Facebook friends, like, I think it's kind of silly for me not to get money off the internet and I've been, off, and I've been on the internet so long. Like, oh, you feel me? Like, it's like, it's in... I don't know. I just think it's silly for me not to get paid off the internet, and I've been on the internet so long. So, um, being locally, like even before, even well, but bef- you're also very supportive of like yeah, that's like, what I say like, like core things to like of community. Yeah, like, even when I do get on the internet, I I do it genuinely. Like you know, what I mean, I just don't be like um like seeing some fifty million. Follow a person in in his DMs or something like that. Yeah. I can or comment on. Yeah, this I, shit. I see somebody with like fifty followers. You know what I mean with some fire shit, and I you know what I mean hit him up and reach him out or see what they got going on. Not even saying on the both levels. Like I got friends that got fifty the million thing, followers, yeah. and you know what I mean I fuck with what they do too. But I just kind of fuck with what everybody do on the internet, like as it come in. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta ask, do you have, because I, I don't have advertisements on my Instagram. Do you get advertisements on yours? What you mean? Like, that, on the feed, like, I don't get any ads that show up, like, just because I've been on it so long. On yeah, I don't get ads like that either, for They real. don't show up in the feed at all. Yeah, when I when they did, when they first did start, I blocked them. Yeah. And now I don't really get no advertisements <laughs> no more. I used to get, like, rap sponsors and shit, like, like hella, like, yeah, people, paid like, posts. Paid oh, yeah. posts don't even come up in my thing no more. I'm, I didn't even notice that. I'm glad somebody. Yeah, like, that to my I've, like, because I have multiple <laughs> accounts and I'll look at one and it and will be like, like have, there'll have be ads, like, or like on your story, there'll be like ads every like three or, posts or something. But then I'll go back to my own and there's no ads at all. And it's just. Yeah, I never noticed that for real. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Yeah. Well, it, and then I think it helps somebody that's like very in tune be, I don't know, if there was a version of Instagram, like if I, if I could sell that service of like no ads. Like Netflix, like eight, seven dollars yeah. a month or whatever. I'm sure like shit tons of motherfuckers would buy that shit. Yeah, that would be tight. That would be tight. Local for real. Like and moving around locally, like uh I just like I like I like local, 
people. Like, you feel me? Like, I like going to places and not being, like, a tourist. I want to, like, link up with the people who live there and, like, actually show me what's going on there for real, for real. Not necessarily, like, I want to go to the hood yeah. or take me to... You know what I mean? I want to go see what the creatives are like. You know what I mean? Like what people do out here, like the good food at. Nah, you know what I mean? That. Like not just go sit in like a bad neighborhood or just show me like where the hood at. Like you feel me? Like I want to know. Like I try to go to every city, every city I go to. I want to go to like the local museum, yeah. like downtown. I want to see like I want to see like a little bit of everything. Usually before I get there, based on it because of the internet, I know like a couple cool people that'll be able to like show me around like you know what I mean in them cities too so I think that might be a way that um why I'm an uncle in every local city too like I'm, I'm, I'm hella relatable and approachable too like you know what I mean like so uh where so you have opened the store old news is now here uh where what's the status of LBS love blowing smoke are you guys um the status of Love's Blowing Smoke, I would say um, we just had a meeting about this with the Smokers Club. We're going, we're trying to, not even we trying, we're going to like be a, um, under the smoke, like a Smokers Club brand. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And Basically the Smokers Club. Yeah, so, in a, in a yeah exactly. So when you get on www.thesmokersclub.com, you'll be able to buy new LBS stuff coming soon. Uh, we've been just having so much, me and my, like I say, me and our homie Fry is like the, yeah. that's our shit. So it's just two of us. So like money wise, like, you know, money changed. Like when we started in 2012, like, you know what I mean? Like we, we was putting stuff out on a small scale. So yeah. when your brand get bigger, like your, your bread got to get up. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like your bread got to keep putting that bread back into the brand. Mm -hmm. And like, even when that one time when you kind of want to like. Take a piece of the pie. Level up your lifestyle. Like, you know what I mean? Man. Doing shit like this or moving traveling it's like it might take away from your brand of course. like you know what i mean like on the productivity because and it might look like it looked like you slowed down like you know what i mean but at the same time you really like we really picked up on like the scale this on the individual brand like you know what yeah. i mean fried veggies like his his brand himself is like on another level he's amazing like, you know what i mean yeah and me myself my brand just on the personal side don't leveled up like you know what I mean which created all this like is why you want the old news vintage and we can do this but at the same time and we got the smokers club when you look if you look from the outside you like damn these these dudes got a lot going on you know what I mean which we do so when we finally do be able to come back and put the LBS shit like together how we really want it to it's be it'll stronger. be like it'll be even stronger yeah, know. you know what I mean cuz we've been we never stopped branding ourselves and what we got going on like we've been doing a really good job of that so when people like always say, what's up with the lbs that nobody really is always in the back of their minds like yeah. what's up with lbs like you know what i mean so when we be able to be like we could be able to put our full focus yeah. on lbs now like like we back not even that we back we really never left but we just been smoking you know what i mean <laughs> with the smokers club like we yeah. still like all our brand like we nate fried veggies been putting out um designs for smokers club that people been playlist clovers yeah like shit like that so we've been working on smoker a smoker brand related but yeah on our own stuff this this really our year to really put some more stuff out consistently with lbs though yeah i mean i did the same thing with no nothing like that like had it like 
drop off a little bit because I, I got annoyed with like online sales mm-hmm. a lot and not like the direct consumer model versus like or just like me talking to you selling you some shit versus like mm-hmm. uh, you buying some shit online and just me shipping it to you like the only thing that will like get to you is like a handwritten note and right. like thank you and a sticker right. and like we expect like you to come shop with us again and, again, yeah. and like that return customer probably won't happen like again and again unless there's some kind of like actual conversation or like mm-hmm. face-to-face meeting where yeah. they actually like fuck with us but at the same time i was like all right slowing down or like even uh you know i'm not in competition with anybody like i know that the shit's gonna sell right to people that fuck with it so i feel like it's easier to like not worry about that shit and just you know let the art flow out mm-hmm. especially with brands like it just doesn't I don't know, trying to be, like, I feel like streetwear got too obsessed with, like, the competition, the co- corporate competition, oh, yeah. like, style of, like, yeah. we want to do fashion week, we want to, like, sell out, sell out, we want to, yeah, like, I, I know, I feel like that, once it got to that, like, once people started, everybody like, was mimicking there. everybody else's style, like, I'm going to put out so many products, and then I'm going to put on my thing that it sold out to yeah. make people think my brand is better than what it really is, it's like, I don't know why people got to shooting for that like idea for real, for real. Like when I don't know, I, I don't know why people wanted to do that hype stuff like that. Like it, it yeah, never it really made ugly. no sense. It got ugly and then it's like, and then it made people fade away. Really yeah, quick. it made fade away for real. Because like, there's so many brands that like I'm not thinking about anymore. That like, and then there's a lot of quality brands like from Dayton, like the hooligans, hooligans shit, yeah, uh, and like oh, where, yeah. where what direction they've gone in and just making like the the bags and like quality goods and like figuring out craft and like developing more and right then you got brands like rare panthers is like yeah retired like you know and then you know they 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 went really you know hard and pushed it to like a level where they might have either got overwhelmed and then switched pivoted yeah to to, something else that make them more money yeah and then yeah for sure so i i don't yeah i mean a lot of the brands that was like I was a huge fan of five years ago, outside of like now it's probably only like, well now nah, I'm still it's you know Heen, Carrots, um, Felt, yeah, um, and those are all good homies. Yeah, them just all good homies for real. And then it's like a lot of you know the FTPs, and then a lot of you know it's a lot of brands. I don't want to just be like on here like just only naming the. We was carrying them brands back then, so like you know what I mean, like I was still carrying them same brands today. today. Like Definities, like nobody, they was all on the same shit they was back and then. Burma. Yeah, they was all yep. Yeah, they all doing the same shit today. Like, but all the brands that was trying to do what they are, what other, what they seen other people trying, like all them brands is like even pretty much go- gone. gone. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's what uh, Kirby of uh, Kirbyo. No, no, uh, Kirby. Yeah, uh, uh, Pierre Moss. Uh, Pierre Moss, he was oh. talking about just like how like how fashion brands, they were all just trying to like have this big show and then have Rihanna or whatever big celebrity sit front row at their um, fashion like show. Mm. And he was saying that like uh, it just, it didn't work for him. Like, and he was just like, why is this, you know, he like he was trying to like really pop off Pierre Moss and he's just like, dude, like why isn't this working for me or whatnot? So he had to find a whole different way. Yeah. Sometimes with brands, it take like five years for yeah. your brand to really like, yeah click in the, into the people's eyes like and that's even with people with like you know what i mean we little brands like we yeah. ain't even no brands it's brands that start off with like 
a million dollars like, like, like pleasures you know I mean? like popped out of yeah, nowhere like, really pleasures like, like i remember they had, we like, they the used money. to if you've seen my emails like i remember when pleasures started and they was trying to call us and not you know what i mean like can we put our brand in your store like you feel yeah. me and we like not liking they shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Looking at they shit like it was just nah, like Nirvana copy. Yeah, it's not our yeah. it's not really our stiz, bro. Like you feel me? Like really telling them that and then seeing where they at now is like I was still win. Yeah. I, I fuck <laughs> I fuck with y'all hustle, but it's nothing I would wear. Nah. It's nothing that I would even tell when I cringe when I see my friends tagging Oh yeah. They shit. And they shit I'm just like, what are you like it's just not even did no disrespect to player. I like some of your designs, I like, you know what some I mean? Of some of the shit, yeah, right. some shit that they good. It's like it's no narrative it, to But it, you though. can tell it's a, it's somebody that came in with a lot of money yeah. and started a brand. You know it was like, I mean? oh, let's look at what, yeah, so what these people are doing. Exactly. And, and, so to me, that's like on some Fashion Nova of, <laughs> oh, yeah. of a, you know what I mean, of streetwear. So when you got brands like that, they just come, you know what I mean, and just bully, you know what I mean, bully their way through with the bread. And, and make, then you have that grind. Yeah, and mm -hmm. kind of people really don't even... It make other shit like you feel me look bad or look like it's dying like definitely I like mean, even definitely like, like oversaturated yeah shit like so when Virgil like, said the streetwear was dead it's like it's like I ain't understand that I understand it when he meant it when he said it like but at the same time it's like it's people like bro that really killed it because you come in with the the hood by airs and the Pyrex out of and, you, and just like flipping it really quick like he, yeah he like, was like I don't he didn't I don't know. If, he didn't like hold his ground on like some of that shit. And nah, he just he it. just he just he seeded it to rappers and he seeded it to basketball players. Yeah. And once you see them niggas in it, it's like, oh, I gotta get that too. You feel me? And it, but it, it keep going down. You know what I mean? But he putting out a lot of back like the designs is like whatever. It just make people, uh, it make people not care about design. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like people don't even care about what what brands design or what people put on the t-shirt like you feel me like like so when we when he said that shit dead and then vintage is cool and vintage is alive because he know like these is where the, the classic designs is like you yeah. feel me like but it's still people in streetwear right now today that is putting out really good designs and that's why streetwear will never be dead because it'll always be like really good designers you know what i mean like that that that'll take the time to put out a good design instead of like having a million dollars and putting out a bad design with a million t-shirts and selling the t-shirts for 10 bucks and now you you know what i mean like so would you say it'd be more of a, like not streetwear is dead but streetwear is oversaturated almost because i feel like that's like how people feel when they say like rap music is bad and i'm just like you can find i think um, rap music. i think it's i don't think mm, to say it's oversaturated it's a lot of people in it but it's a lot of people that's really not in streetwear. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of people in internet internet wear, yeah. like to wear as though they <laughs> they making shit that they know that can sell on the internet. Like they yeah. make a design, drop they, shipping, drop shipping. Just, yeah, they make it. Yeah, make uh, some shit a Google yeah. image. They got it off a of Google image, and they know it's gonna people gonna buy it. So it's like, and you know what I mean. The word streetwear, you know, is it's kind of not. It's not a black or white word, but it's people that's like in the streets like you know what i mean yeah. people that like spray you know that do like the street TV. culture shit. like you so feel the, me the, and, the, the pillars the of hip-hop yeah like and them yeah. is the people that like when you see them people like design something nine times out of ten you gonna want it like you know what i mean like because they 
because they actually authentic with the streets. They ain't see the shit on the internet and make them make it. They didn't see, they wasn't on Twitter or Tumblr and seen it and it clicked off and now they making it. Yeah, they actually a- seen some shit in the streets and it made them want to make something to wear. So I feel like that'll never be dead. It's going to be hard to find. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, street- that's definitely one thing that makes me like cringe is like uh, seeing somebody just trying to make a buck off of, and I, that was one of my first like lessons in streetwear because like I was pushed by some family members to like make a, a sports themed t shirt. Oh, was a U of L shirt? Yeah, it was yeah. a U of L shirt. Yeah. And I like made a sports theme. Like, I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm about to just flip this. Like, I'm going to get mine. And that was like my first lesson of like learned of like, yo, don't ever do anything that you don't actually like believe in. You was in. young too. Right. Like, I was, I was like 14. I right. made this shirt and I was like, all right, we're going to the tournament. Like, it's right. a solid idea. Like, let me. You ended up getting in trouble with it, didn't you? Yeah, I got like in trouble with the NCAA. Yeah, because it wasn't official. Uh, like, yeah, license and, but, like I made yeah. it like different, but like they like you know gave me like a whole ass ticket type shit. And, yeah, like, that's confiscated crazy. all my goods from me, and yeah. I was like fuck. And I was like fourteen years old, and right. I was like, but like and they like joked it. They were like, yo, we want a shirt, and I was like, cool. And like I had probably not sold anything that day, and I was just like out on the street in like Indianapolis, like trying to sell some clothes, and like just on the street with like a duffel bag yeah and they were like oh, do you have any more uh, like took your whole shit like, huh? try to t- they I, I was like no this is it and i definitely had like a box but like i was like after that i'm pretty sure the next day the team lost and i was like <laughs> i was defeated Word. mentally both ways like everything <laughs> yeah, i was man. just like fuck a little less life lesson <laughs> life there, lesson the yeah. early one yeah the homie learned. the homie was telling me that too the homie um kamazi from the good company was talking about that like um just about people. And then after people, that, I was like, I'm never making something I won't wear again. Man, right. People man. in the streets, everybody not raised the same. Like, you feel me? Like, even with street with streetwear, like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody don't got the same code. Like, you know what I mean? Some people in this shit is like, really like, I'm never selling out. Like, I'm never selling to Zoomies. I never want to be in Urban Outfitters. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know I mean? You start off with that code, and then some people can ride that shit all the way out. Like, just keep putting that shit out themselves. Never like take no investors' money, but then you got people like that's 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 smart. smart. That yeah, that's like man, I'm I'm trying to turn my streetwear into an actual business. Like you know what I mean? I gotta, I don't want to just keep doing it like this. Like I want to sell my shit in Urban Outfitters. So it's he like, did it. he, he yeah, here. that's the homie. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. He take, but he he did it his way. Like yeah, he exactly. take select. Yeah. You gonna get these select pieces that I'm gonna make for Urban Outfitters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not like Some shit. Yeah, like I'm I'm mm-hmm. open, I'm gonna stay like true to my brand, my yeah. streetwear. Like you feel me? Like and he stuck he stuck to the code. Uh, on that, me? it's I mean, I don't even think they carry like a lot of those brands will be online only and it's just a whole nother distributor. And they online it's a place better. where you just get more eyes. Right. And so like today, like doing a making a move like that, it doesn't to me it doesn't seem detrimental. No, nah, because it's just a, it's basically just another resource, right? But you just um, got to do it your way, right? Doing it your way, like so. so having a streetwear yeah. brand at a place like Agenda, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't think of people doing that back in the '90s when streetwear was like, you know, in New York at the what you might know more yeah. about it, you know, than I do. But on the name <laughs> side, where everybody went to. And they, you know what I mean, had all this shit in the goddamn yeah. like flea market situation. Yeah, you know I mean, them guys would never. Yeah, them guys would never think about going corporate at like some shit like a at a trade show. But fast forward now, it's like you want your 
homies that you proud of your homies with streetwear brands yeah, that yeah. setting up at at the trade shows like damn especially bro. if they get the free invite yeah exactly when you get the free it, invite. It, if it's, yeah when your homies pay ten thousand yeah. dollars and you heard booth, your homies <laughs> paid for the booth you like damn bro you paid ten bands to do that you fucking stupid yeah. like you know what i mean I but Hate to see it, but at the same time, you like, like, well, if they flip it and they make the, but then like those places, like you could be in a in a bad space, like yeah. But even if you got ten, if you got ten bands to do that with your brand, it's just like it's a lot of extra money to like think about, and you're like, damn. And you probably really was never ten bands. You probably your brand really never came from a street place either. (laughs) If you got ten bands just to throw, we finessed our way into our agenda. Uh, I'm gonna say, like, uh, we. This Indonesian brand that we were manufacturing was doing our clothes. Like, they asked, they couldn't, they could only send one person. So, like, we, me and my uh, partner, we went and, like, since they were doing our manufacturing, we set up some of our clothes with them and, like, yeah. they paid for the booths or, like, right. everything. And then, like, we exactly. were set up with them. That's smart. And so, like, it was. You can still feel the quality of. They, yeah, yeah. They, we, they can, we can, like, put our shit out there mm-hmm. or, but, like, it was still, like, in a, in a random cut, but we were right across, like, the. The only like really good thing that happened from Agenda was like meeting uh, Kid Super at the time when they were just starting and like having Word. that. Shout out to Kid Super. They came through the store and shop when he was on his uh, when he's coming back from Art Basel. I know Photo gets all the pig hats. Yeah, shout out guys. to Photo. Uh, yeah. And that's like he's he's honestly a genius. Shout out to Russ. Play some Russ. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, I've uh, slept on the same couch as as Russ. Where? So Russ studio. Diamond. Nah, yeah. Demon or whatever. I don't know how to say that. Rapper, is that his last name? That's what they go by. It's like a Scrooge say, name. Oh, okay. Oh, word. I thought it was his real last name. Shit. No, it's, I don't think it, it's a fake name. Um, it's. <laughs> yeah, but. We won't talk too much about mm, Russ. Yeah, that's Lee. That I don't know. Shout out to Russ, though. And the whole kid super team. The it's tw- like 20 million a year? On, on the podcast, bro. <laughs> yeah, so we brought him up another time. <laughs> I mean, he, <laughs> he's a, with the highest paid. He's Forbes, a legend. Forbes highest paid person right I'll now. I'll say, um, I don't know how people feel about his music. I, I don't listen. He has some Actually, songs I'm like, cool. But like, the man, this hustle is insane. When he, he put up something, he said, I went from SoundCloud the to The man's like, team arenas. is insane. Well, but, yeah, well, yeah, that too, that too. But that I was too. I was honestly surprised. And his hustle, dog. This one brand, I'm doing a collab with this brand called Keto right now and the owner of it was like yo i have a rust tattoo and that kind of almost that's real. like you could just put yeah, it, it up, real. chilling chilling yeah 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 great appreciate it great you too man we just got some new clothes in the shop <laughs> but yeah fucking you if somebody tatted my words on them bro I don't know, but he had he had full on the nice, rust tattoo, bro. and I like it made me like pause, and I was like, damn, am I working with the right person? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> should I be listening to Rust right now? I'm or, like, I mean, I, I guess his that. money's coming properly, and, and that, but I guess never judge a person by their tattoos. Nah, not at all, bro. Uh, unless it's Drake on their forehead. Oh mm-hmm. man, you uh, that's hey. a crazy tattoo. <laughs> so, well, uh, I was gonna ask. Um, Going back to you moving here from Ohio, was there any like, I mean, you didn't know anybody here. Was there any like rough transition coming here? Because I mean, everything sounds smooth as hell with you. Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> I, 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 hate for, I hate for it to sound like that. Nah, I mean, I, I don't, nah, nah, let me get back. I done struggled out here for sure. I done got evicted, went homeless. That, you know what I mean? The time with a joint, like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, I mean, you, but when you I first moved out here, I say, like I said, I didn't know nobody. So I met a lot of people through through the streets, you know what I mean? So I say my my crib got broken into probably like Damn. 2010. Mm. 
2011. Yeah, I, somebody took Damn. like for all my clothes and shit. So that kind of like made me like way less materialistic after like somebody like they took like um I, they was coming to look for something else, but they ended up taking like shoes and clothes God and shit. Damn, and then um so I moved to another apartment which is in the same building. Like I was on the first floor, so I moved to the third floor of my yeah. shit. My shit get put some bars on the window. <laughs> I did. I didn't for I, I kept at it, kept doing the same shit. Kept the same motherfuckers around me for real, for real. Cause when I when it first happened, I really ain't know who did it. I really wasn't tripping. I was like, like I say, I ain't really. You're like whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like you feel me? Like, keep it moving. Somebody like, hit their lick. And yeah, God got me. Bro, so but I they moved got up. All your stuff though. Not not completely everything, okay, but a lot bro. of good shit. Damn. You know what I mean? And the shit happened twice. Like so when I moved Damn. upstairs, <laughs> it happened again. I moved upstairs. Yeah, and then somebody, I somebody broke into my crib again. Just took like. Which was crazy this time. I had like a, a MacBook, the whole the Mac. I had yeah. the recording situation. I went to have bought. Mm-hmm. I had niggas coming over recording. So this Bro. time I probably was like a rapper that I had come over because they only took the recording equipment. <laughs> left my Mac, took like three pair of shoes, my change. I had like a whole change where I put my change in. Yeah, they took that shit straight. To yeah, but star. they kicked my dough like this time, so my dough was like. You was were you in there? So you had to fix. You had no, to, I wasn't. Oh, no, I wasn't so you, had to, you had to replace Neither the door, and I know those like cost like three hundred dollars just to replace the door. Yeah, so that really what I had should did. I'll tell anybody listening to this: ask for help if you need help. Like you feel me? Like, like I said, I was way away from home. You feel me? Like, and I ain't asked for help. When I needed help, like you know, what I mean, they broke. That time they broke into my crib. They, I had some money in there, so you know, what I mean, like my money was gone. Like so, I was like in a spot where I had to pay rent, pay for the my business rent. You know what I mean? So I was like in a loopy. I had a girlfriend at the time, so I, you know, what I mean, like I had a dog at the time, so it was like no family. Either, so I had to go move in with my girl. You know what I mean? I had to, it was hard times. Like, you know, I mean, I'm down there at the store going to my girls, going to homies. So I'm down there couch surfing. Me and my girl get to beefing because she don't think I'm really doing shit because it's the, she, she, you know, our girls be like, what you do today? You know, I'm at the store. Like, I'm trying to get type shit. (laughs) She come to the store. It ain't that big. It don't look like it ain't, it don't look like it really making a nigga no money for real, for real. You know, our girls are like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, even judging. though I judging. So, you know, like I had to like, for my sanity, I had to really like leave that girl alone. Like, you know what I mean? Let her like. Then you lost the spot. I to left. Stay. Yeah, exactly. But my she, she kept taking care of my dog, though. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Beans. You know what I mean? So I would she would take care of my dog. And I probably said that was like a good like a year and a half of like. Before I really like Damn. Re- resituated. Yeah, resituated and really found like a permanent couch. Like you feel me? So I say mm-hmm. like two years I was down there sleeping on couches from like fourteen to probably nah, about fifteen, four fifteen to about a little bit of sixteen, fourteen, sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, I was down there like on some couch surfing shit. Damn, like, and that's right I mean? when I met you. Yeah, but you know what I mean? I was hoping to join every day. Yeah. We was throwing functions. You know, I was still in a good place, like, happy-wise. Like, you know what I mean? I was still, you know, like, niggas couldn't, like, be like, oh, you a bum. Like, you feel me? Yeah, like, type shit. Type yeah. shit. Because I was still throwing grinding. functions, throwing yeah. grinding. You know what I mean? I was, so that's that probably was the, the most struggle I had, but I was still, like, smoking making, weed every day. And it was making, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, another part good of life weed, was too. Still, oh, look, loud pack. Nah, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Um, one time, you know, I just beefed with my 
pops or whatnot. I got kicked out of the crib. But the best, but I remember just like sleeping on his couch. Yeah. And that might have been like one of the best parts in my life. I mean, I was eating good fruit every right. day because his people's eating. I went to Japan. I went to Japan while I was on somebody else's couch two times. That's yeah. nuts. <laughs> you feel any, me? Any big trips? <laughs> big trips. Japan's this year. Uh, we talking about going to Thailand because um, Fry, one of Fry's biggest hat because they they vintage yeah. game in Thailand is crazy. Like they so I, ahead. Like I would always get shit from Thailand on eBay. On eBay, yeah, yeah their yeah, hat for, game is uh, crazy over there. Early vape and shit. From uh, Thailand. Yeah, so we're thinking about going to Thailand. Um, I really want to get back to Colombia. Um, oh, yeah. Just to go. South America is really like my favorite place to go. Just in. That's fine. We were in Miami and, they were, and we were getting told, like, you can yeah, you skip can Miami. Out of Miami. But, For, like, you can, if you're there, it's like it's $100. Like $100. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, skip. Don't even go to Miami. Just go straight <laughs> to South America. <laughs> it's a way, like, it's way cheaper. Like once same you get experience, there, same better experience, food. better food, better <laughs> women. Oh shit! Yeah, like no bicker. Oh shit! Nah, well, I, I think I think we can wrap this up. All it right. was really nice talking to Dex here. It's pleasure. Charlotte. It's pleasure meeting you, bro. Because I mean, um, homie who shoots the photos, he was like, "Yo, Uncle Boof, something like." <laughs> like I mean, he was speaking the highest of you, and I've heard I've heard of you a few times for Frank, mm. and like the time he's come here in Charlotte, he told me just how much he liked being here and. The people he had met, and he just kept speaking about you. Like we was going to show, he's like, "Yo, you gonna we gonna you gonna meet Uncle Booth and Uncle." And that's why I was, immediately I was like, "Yo, I've heard great things. Like I've genuinely heard great things about you, bro." Appreciate I mean, that, man. Listen to you, you just seem like a very humble guy who you give to the world and it gives back to you, right? And I mean, that's that's like a, the important thing, man. Like with somebody, you're successful. You know what I mean? Like you haven't worked a job and. You said like fifteen, 15 years. years or whatnot, mm-hmm. and you providing for yourself, bro. So I mean, that's that's inspiring. Appreciate it, man. man. Appreciate it. And I appreciate you letting us come in here and talk to you. And I think I guess we're going at at an event later, Frank. Yep, yep. I'm gonna show show y'all a little bit of the city wide out here, man. I think the store open too, so we can get a couple bevs in. Appreciate it. Bring a DJ speaker in here too, man. Play play some play some play some good vibe music, you feel me? Man, but like I say all the time, we just spreading we 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 spreading light on creativity and hustle. Be creative. Hustle. Do what the fuck you got to do to get that bread. 2026 is out. Appreciate it.